They don't want no English rock star with eyeball glitter. This is a tough crowd. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Going well. How you doing? Good, good, good. Just trying to make sure we don't have any more technical difficulties. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of which, I did, uh, I d- don't know if you noticed, I did make sure to send you the episode name again, just to make sure you watched the right one. You make sure I got the right one? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Double check. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we got we got this episode from a coworker of mine, Craig. I'll just say his first name. I'm not going to say a second name because right. I don't know. Thanks, thanks, Craig. I don't know what who wants to be put out to um, the potential millions of people. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, nobody wants their full name. I'm sure. Maybe. No, I don't even want mine out there. I don't even know why I say my full name. Yeah, well, because it would get confusing to Mike's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. All right. We could have made, could have made up cool handles for each other. Right. Which names. we probably should have done. I'm Michael yeah. Knight. <laughs> yeah. Who's another Michael from 70s TV, 70s, 80s TV show? Mike Brady. Yeah. All right. I'm Mike Brady. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get, uh, get into it. What do you, have you watched anything lately? What have you been doing? What have I watched? So I finished watching, uh, fear the walking dead. You finished? How many series. seasons were I there? Think, it was like 11. I was going to say, what, is that all you did on your free time was that, watch that like show? It's like all I watched. Yeah. I was, I just, that, wow. and I started watching shameless. Um, oh. shameless is, is badass. I like that show. I've never watched and again, it, but I've, it's I've one of those clips. shows. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's one of those shows that's been around. Yeah. And like season after season after season, people loved it. It's a great show, whatever. And then I watch it like after everyone's done with it, you know, <laughs> just like Walking Dead. So was that Showtime or am I thinking of something different? I no, I, you know, Original. I don't know. It's on it's on Netflix now. That's all oh, I know. Okay. But I don't know where it, I don't know where it originated. But and there were a bunch of seasons of that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I'm on season two now. But okay, you know, it takes place in Chicago, yeah. so you get to. You know, see all the see and hear all the Chicago stuff. So I like that. But, Is it really in Chicago though? Um, well, they do some outdoor. They did some outdoor shooting, and I read somewhere they they said they only came to Chicago like three times for three weeks out of the year um, to oh, do okay. like outdoor shots, and then the rest yeah. is like in studio. But it seems, I mean, it's believable enough, you know. Yeah. No, I was just wondering. I didn't didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's it. That is it. Obviously, I was very focused and concentrated on those two, two shows. So, well, yeah, when you have you? eleven seasons to catch up on, you, you <laughs> yeah, don't right. have much of a choice. Yeah, but I'll tell you, by the end of uh, Fear the Walking Dead, I was like, "End this! This is horrible." Well, isn't there some but, other series coming out now based off of it? Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple. So there's the Daryl Dixon book of uh, whatever I forgot her name, Carol. And then, um, so the season two, waiting for season two of that. And then um, the one with, the, like, the main character, um, Rick. Well, wasn't there something about, like, the ones who lived or something? Yeah, like that's that? Rick. That's, yeah. That's, that's his? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's his deal. That's too confusing. Yeah. Too confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's funny, too, that a couple of those guys are, uh, like, British or Australian. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and then you like you watch the show and you don't catch that at all, and then you seem like in an interview or something, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah, but yeah. I know I've said this before. That was like my mom every time she'd see, uh, um, shoot, what was his name, Doctor House in real life. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She'd be like, oh, I can't <laughs> forget he's English. <laughs> Hugh Lowry. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name for a minute. Cool. How about you, That's Mike? It? Any, okay. any better watches? Exciting watches? Um, well, I, I we finished Mr. and Mrs. Smith, season one. You finished it? Okay. Yeah, there's only eight All right. episodes. I watched just the first one so far. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, uh, we we finished that. Um, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Um, I did that. I watched. I don't think I mentioned this before. I watched the Marvels movie, the Marvels. Oh yeah, how's that? I thought it was fine. I mean, it was good, you know. Okay. Um, and then also, what I watched was I did this on a whim. So I was traveling this weekend. I always look for something to put on my iPad, and um, it was on Netflix. It came up called The Tourist. And I'm like, well, I'll check it out. Have you just saw, just saw a, I think like a still shot of it. Yeah, exactly. Cause it comes up on top. Yeah. I think it's new to Netflix. I guess it's was in 2022, the first season. Um, and then 2024, I don't, I, but I don't think it was, I don't know what it, where it came from originally. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Oh, I guess the BBC, it says something here. So, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I watched the first season. I don't know if the second season's on Netflix yet, but basically it's a show about a guy who's played by Jamie Dornan. We've probably seen in some stuff, but, uh, he, at the beginning of it, he gets in a major car wreck, like just semi just takes him out, like chases him and takes him out and he wakes up and he can't remember anything, who he is, what he is. And it's just like, you know. This get basically the, the, him trying to put it together, and then people helping okay. him. Like there's a, uh, uh, like a probation pr- probationary police officer helping him out. She's like really like trying to help him, and then there's other people that come in. Like no no ID. Like he doesn't even have an ID. Right. right. Exactly. Yes. Of course. Okay. So it's like a Jason Bourne type of thing, but yeah. he's not Jason Bourne. Um, yeah. But there's other weird stuff going on. It's hard to explain. I don't want to give anything away. But I do recommend yeah. it. I, I do recommend it. I think it's a good show. It's cool. Set like in Australia. Um, okay. Oh, and then one of the guys was from... Um, um, what's it? He was uh, on... The, sorry. He was on Justified. He was... Uh, okay. And that's the thing. So, like, I don't know what he's really from. Oh, and he was also on Mindhunter. Remember Mindhunter when they came out? We yeah. were both excited about it. And then it just fucking yeah. went away so he's australian but like he plays like and justified just like some total like hillbilly guy so it's actually yeah. kind of it's kind of cool because i was like watch this i'm like who is this guy it's bugging me i can't figure out who it is so then i looked and i'm like oh my god i never would have was got he like the main guy. nemesis no 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 no, no. Oh. he was like the kind of the idiot <laughs> that kind of followed them around oh, okay. i think his name was like dewey i was gonna say and that's okay. dewey gotcha. dewey um but yeah, so I, I do recommend that show. It's pretty good. I I'm, I want to see. I didn't like when it the season one ended. It didn't say hey, you know, continue watching or anything. It just ended. So I have a feeling season two, which just came out this January, is just not available on Netflix yet. Got it. So I'll probably forget about it. Oh, and then things that came back to TV, which I haven't watched the new episode of Ghosts yet. It's one of my I like that show. Also, um, uh, Resident Alien is back. So okay. it's one of my favorite shows. I got my wife into watching it, a show that she never would have watched on her own, <laughs> but she enjoys it. And uh, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, the first two seasons are on Netflix right now. So go check it out. Cool, cool. cool. All right. That's about it. All right. Let's get uh, down and dirty. Let's go back to the time machine. <laughs> Where we uh, yeah? What year? What year do we go back to? Nineteen eighty-six. All right. This is and uh, the A team. Yep. Cowboy George. Yep. <laughs> Season four, episode sixteen. And um, yeah, good. This is a this is a a cherry picked recommendation. I think it's um. Well, let's just talk about it. So <laughs> it's it's. You know, as, as always, it starts out the A-Team with its standard badass intro with action, you know, just action-packed um, while the credits roll and stuff. And then um, then we get into the show. I, I feel like I don't want to give it away yet, but <laughs> it's going to it's gonna be very obvious. So it's like Boy George. Okay, yeah, yeah he's in it. All right. Yes. So That's he's in it. That's the big thing. And... First, I want to know how the concept came up. Like, who was sitting around and saying, this would be a great combination if we brought Boy George into the A-team? You know? I mean, like, I, I'm sit, guessing... Sitting around was, the corporate table. I'm guessing it was just popularity. 
Yeah. You know, because this yeah. was like prime Culture Club, which I just looked up Culture Club, by the way. They started in 81. They have sold 50 million records, which I, I don't want to say I'm surprised, but I know they were popular, but. They were very popular. But I will say not popular in, for me. Um, no, like they, yeah, they was, our crowd. This was not my type of music. And <laughs> I was thinking about this before, and my wife would laugh if I said this. So, especially when this, so that when they came out, you know, like I was like 14, 15, 16. And, you know, as a typical teenager, you're very opinionated about music. If it's not something you like, it's garbage, right? True. That's, right. you know, and my wife would say that I still think that now, but I'm maybe a little bit more, um, I don't want to say open minded that I would necessarily go and buy it, but just <laughs> allow it to exist and people to enjoy it. How about that? Without, <laughs> Without ripping on it. Injecting your opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, it was definitely not my, but, my type. But you know, like, you know, some of the songs. Like, oh no, I totally know the songs. I mean, you know, when you hear it, you know the words. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? like, it's like, they, like their hits include, do you really yeah. want to hurt me? Know it. I'll tumble for you. Know it. Karma Chameleon. Right. Obviously know it. Um, but then there's some of the other ones, like the names don't ring a bell, but no, maybe if I no, heard them, right. maybe I would. I don't know. But what's crazy is, yeah, I'll agree. It's, it's not a band that I followed, but damn, I know those hits, you know, <laughs> right. and, I'll, and I'll. You couldn't miss them. I'll quietly sing them to myself when they're on. But And plus back then we were watching MTV, right? You'd have it on in the yeah. background in your dorm room or your house whatever, or whatever. Right. So you would, yeah, it would come on. So. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's all it was. Like, hey, Culture Club is popular. Let's get Boy George and the band on and yeah. we'll figure out something. Yeah. Because that's really I'm sure all it is. Don't. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, there is no plot to this episode, really. It, e- it either cost them a lot of money to get them to come on, or someone like Boy George was like, I always wanted to be on the A-team. <laughs> so they, they <laughs> right, made it exactly. happen. You know? Right, exactly. Like, this goes against the complete plot of the show, right? Yeah. The plot is always you're in trouble. You find them. Maybe, hopefully, you can look them up. Maybe you'll find them. Maybe they'll come help you, right? That's the right, plot, right, basically. Right. There is none of that in this at all. At all. No. This this goes sideways from the start, I think. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's so we start out with uh, there's there's country music playing as the van, you know, the eighteen van is driving down the road. I think face face is driving, and yep. um, what, he's like talking to Murdoch, and I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. He's talking but about accountant like, accountancy stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like, Murdoch's like falling asleep to it. <laughs> he's dead. He's like dead asleep on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And it is super boring. Right. Um, whatever he's talking about. Apologies to all accountants out there. Yeah, sorry, guys. But uh, then he gets to the point where he's like, if he, if he can book this gig, his his friend will hook him up with Cowboy George, and they're going to make $300,000. So, all right, I can see where they're going with this. they got a plan. Um, and basically, he's gonna. His plan is a scam with three hundred thousand, and like they split it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really sure how the scam was supposed <laughs> to work, but uh, I don't. But they, it, it sounded like they were supposed to get this cowboy George guy. Um, yeah, they basically the they bar. were gonna. Yeah, they were gonna set this thing up, and they were gonna take all the proceeds. Everything goes to them. I don't know who was gonna pay the bands. <laughs> okay, mind you, but yeah. All right, that makes sense then. But uh, yeah, they get to the bar and uh, Face has a cowboy hat on, and he's like a he's like he's a uh, a promoter or something, and he's looking for this guy Chuck to talk to about Cowboy George. So he finds Chuck and they start talking about the terms of the agreement, um, and again, like made no sense the way they were talking in circles. And even Chuck was like, "What?" Right. So I have a clip here explain so maybe this will clear it up for everybody. I'll let I'll let Face try to explain what's going yeah, on. Yeah, let Face explain it. Cowboy George is gonna fill this place up. <laughs> he better. Yeah, of course I'm forewalling this deal on a minimum guarantee of twenty five K. That's against the guaranteed one hundred percent of the house. Now you can keep the overrides and all concessions with a twenty percent kickback to us. I don't rightly understand the words you're saying, mister. We talk in Hollywood talk, chuck, 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 chucky. And he's using a stardust dialect. And then Murdoch chimes in. <laughs> we're using Hollywood talk, chuck, 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 chucky. 
What is that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so basically he's telling him in no uncertain terms that we're going to give you 25000 off the top and the front to have your place. I get all the money that comes in. You get to keep all the money from all the booze and food you sell, but I get 20% of that too. Again, no one is paying the 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 band. The band. Right, yeah. Right. And but I don't this, know, to me, go. did Chuck look a little bit like Jack Palance in disguise? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Chuck, uh, he is a very well-known person. His name is LQ Jones, but he's on a he's he's like a bad guy in like everything that I could think of. Like I shouldn't say okay. that everything I can think of. Anytime I think of him, I'm like, oh yeah, he's the bad guy, right? And it's yeah, always like yeah. some southern bad guy dude thing about whatever. You probably know who he is. I I recognize him. I just you know I couldn't like be like, oh yeah, that is what he's from. You know, right? That right. makes sense. Right. Oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna. No, say. I was just. Yeah. So they. Yeah. So all right. We talked about they got to the bar, um, and then so before this scene ends, Chuck tells him like, "Hey, look, you know, this group is a little rough from yeah. the crowd or whatever, and if uh, if you don't deliver, Cowboy George, they're gonna kill you, <laughs> like for real." Right. Like these guys all work on a pipeline in the area, I guess. Right. Right. So yeah, they need some entertainment. Right. And they're all you know. They're all country country guys. Right. Cowboys. And at this point, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, is this going to be like only Face and Murdoch in this whole episode? Just the way they were setting it up. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like they are like they were divided for a reason. But they did eventually come together. Right. But I thought the same thing. Yeah. So now they uh, they go to head to the airport because they're supposed to pick up uh, Cowboy uh, or, yeah, right? Yeah, Cowboy George. Cowboy George. I was going to say Jack. I don't know why. Cowboy George over there. And um, supposedly, you know, Face explains he's th- he the guy who's supposed to get him, Cowboy George, he helped in some way with with a, getting out of America. What is, was something with a girl? Something with his wife. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. So he's like, he owes me whatever. So right. they go and there's this little private plane that's landed at some grass strip out there, I guess. In the middle right, of nowhere. Right. And all these people are getting off in suits. <laughs> Don't know where they're going out in the middle of nowhere in three-piece suits. And right. like everyone's out. And he's like, where's Cowboy George? So he goes up to the plane. And then you see Boy George standing there. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And he's like, excuse me, are you... Oh, man, I forgot what his character name was in this. Yeah, I forgot too. But like the promoter, yes. yeah. Like, are you the promoter guy? Right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm Boy George. I'm supposed to hit meet you. Your friend sent me here. And it turns out that his friend sent Boy George instead of Cowboy George. And I guess he told Boy George, the other guy said, hey, we'll guarantee you 60% of what you made at the forum last week to do this gig. <laughs> I guess he made $2 million. They made $2 million. Right. And he's like, what? And at this point, I wrote down, I meant to write down, wrote down Boy George, but I wrote down By George, like B-U-Y. <laughs> By George. <laughs> By George. Scottish. But I said, he is not much of an actor. No, no. He's and, he's pretty bad in this. And yeah. nothing against him. This happens to every time they try to bring some musical act in something like this. It's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was, it's funny too, like, there's some scenes where you know he's just like, this is some stupid shit. Because he's like, <laughs> he, he's got like a smile on his face while right. he's doing it. He's just like, exactly. like he can't believe it himself. You he's know? like, what the fuck but, am I doing here? This is, but like, <laughs> I think he's having fun though too. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, not, this is just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so then they go to the venue. And so they go to the venue. And by the way, to the, when the you forum. say venue, there are giant yeah. quotes around that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he thought it was going going to the forum, the Arizona forum. Right. But it was actually, it's actually called the Florum. <laughs> so uh, a little misunderstanding there. And it's it's a bar. I mean, it's, it's just a bar. Um, I mean, it's barely a bar. I mean, it's a, basically just a giant barn. It's a honky-tonk, right? 
Is, is, is that the proper term? I don't know. I don't. I don't know, know what that means. Did I just was that just a slur or something? <laughs> I said? No, I because know. Bon Jovi just opened up a honky tonk bar in uh, Nashville, so it's okay. if he, if he right. can call it that. Woo! But I, I, I don't know. That means something. I don't know what it is. I am not. Uh, um, yeah. I have to pull up the, the South Urban Dictionary after West. the show. And yeah. See what... Yeah, should I look it up? See what I actually said. Yeah, look that up while I, <laughs> yeah. while I talk about. Uh, so, Bo- boy George. Find shows out if up. we have to delete it. <laughs> yeah, boy George short shows up and uh, Chuck's pretty pissed. But now, granted, like he's boy George in real life, and he, I mean, and in the show, he's playing himself, and he's a bigger draw than whoever the hell Cowboy George is. Right. Um, but it just so happens they're out in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of cowboys in the deep know. south, right? Yeah, you don't who you know they don't know who Boy George is, right? And um, as um, Chuck, the bar owner, explains, he's like, "We don't want no English singer, singer with eye glitter on here. <laughs> this is a tough he crowd." Did, his, his exact words were, "We don't need a an uh, English glitter prince." Yeah, he does say that later. That, yes, exactly. That was a cool. That was a cool term. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> um, but uh, then Chuck and the boys are kind of like not really roughing up Murdoch, but kind of holding Face, him and mean, threatening him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, um, uh, Murdoch pulls a gun on him and is like, Hey, you know, back off. Right. And, uh, he basically saves him from getting his ass kicked. Right. Yeah. But Chuck is pissed. Obviously. Chuck is pissed. Um, and you know, but the thing is, is like, and we explain here in a second, but like he's getting money up front. So what's the big deal? But he goes and tells one like when they leave, he goes and tells one of his henchmen. He's like, "Hey, call." I don't know who he's supposed to be calling. And they're supposed. He's saying he says something. I didn't really catch it, but he said something about the armored cars coming. And I'm like, yes, "Oh, I, I so didn't really catch some, it either." But yeah, so this is some sort of setup for the bar owner. So he right, set right. this all up as a cover. Basically, is what I figured out at this point. Yeah, because I'm just throwing uh, some shade. Because yep. I'm smart, I'm able to figure that stuff. You are. Out. You're like a detect- You're like Columbo. Yeah. By the way, it says what makes a bar a honky tonk bar? Uh, it's both a bar that provides country music for entertainment of its patrons and the style of music played in such establishments. <laughs> it also could be refer to the type of piano used to play such music. Right. Oh, that doesn't really nice. help. So it's a country bar. Why didn't you just call? So it? yeah, so I'm right. Yeah. It's a honky. No, bar. I know, but like, why not just? Say that, whatever. Because that's more fun. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think it's fun. Say Have you ever been to Nashville, by the way? Uh, yes, one, once. I was at one, one time at Nashville. Yeah. Did you yeah, find it work. as chaotic as I did? Oh. Did you go down on Broadway? No. Oh, okay. No, I just... We, went there, we made the mistake of stopping there on the way, driving down to Florida one of the times to go. I forgot what... It, I think we were combining a spring break and a college visit. And, uh, okay. yeah, that was so freaking crowded down there. We're like, okay, we're not going to do that again. Yeah. Especially I, with I mean, kids I'm, that were not 21 anyway. So it's like, you know. Yeah, I'd like to go sometime just for, like. To see it. For fun, but, yeah. I got a, a buddy that lives down there. Oh, okay. Near, the, near, near there. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so what they do is they have uh, Murdoch follow these guys because. Oh wait, sorry. So Face calls Hannibal, who's on a movie set, I guess. Right? See the cameras yeah, yeah. in the back. I don't know. Yeah. We have not done year uh, episode by episode. Like by the way, uh, the '80s years guys are doing this show um, each episode in order. So they're only on season two, so they can answer the question better than us about if. I mean, it gets kind of explained later, but I'm like, is he an actor now? Oh, yeah, and, I remember he kind of he kind of did. And speaking of, I forgot to bring this up. So when we were talking about Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah, remember I mentioned that show that there was a Scott Bakula show with it that was short lived. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, launching the pilot uh, is he's doing uh, he's has an episode out about that episode. Oh, that's cool. The pilot of that show. I haven't listened to it yeah. yet, so I don't. I'm like, I kind of want to know what this show is like. He actually says yeah. it. He says it's pretty good. So check go it check out. it out. Launching the pilots, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Um. Anyway, so so yeah. So Hannibal explains. Um. 
you know, he's like, hey, you got a better deal. Boy George is way hotter than Cowboy George, but obviously not in that place. And, you know, he explains, he's like, yeah, something's up here because he was still pissed about it, even though we gave him money up front, you know. So he's like, something's going on here. He's like, I got Murdoch following the henchman. And that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. And, and then, so Murdoch follows the, like the main henchman, I guess. And he kind of goes up to like a no trespassing door or a door with a sign on it says no trespassing. Does like the knock and, and he goes in and um, Murdoch kind of sneaks up, get a closer look. He climbs this like makeshift ladder and he looks through the window and there's like a bunch of cowboys like mounting these like machine guns on Jeeps inside this like warehouse or something. So they're basically off, right? being like the A team. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? It's like, that's our competition. This is the B team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But so uh, then, then we see BA and Hannibal driving uh, in the convertible. Um, and Hannibal has his one of his classic disguises on. <laughs> it's a it's a mustache. And I guess he's supposed to and look like hair is Cal- a little different. George. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and this is the car ride. This is where he explains kind of what everyone's doing. So I got I got a clip of it, but he mentions about how Face took some sort of showbiz accounting class. That's why he's doing this weird shit. Because BA's like, why is he using all of our money? And Hamill's like, hey, we all have our side gigs in between jobs. He's like, like yeah. I'm an actor. And BA's like, you ain't no yeah, actor. Let me run down the list. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no actor puts on lizard suits. He's like, hey. And then he's like, I yeah, and you got your daycare. Too. I'm like, wait, what? BA's got a daycare? Yeah. That's scary. And he says, like, Murdoch has his psychosis, which I'm like, that's eh, kind of rude. But um, where are we at here? Oh, here we go. Uh, ever since he took that show business accounting course, he's been in a fiscal twilight zone. That dash golden dude. I would let him hold my wallet if I had a gun train on him. Yeah, he's pretty slippery. Face is trying to get something going between jobs. I mean, we all got our outside interests. You got your daycare center. Murdoch's got his psychoses. I got my acting. Hey, but you ain't no actor. You don't find actors dressing up like lizards. It's a very narrow interpretation, B.A. Boris Karloff wouldn't like it. <laughs> That's correct. B.A. is like, there are no actors <laughs> dressing up like lizards. <laughs> Because there is that clip episode. like at the beginning of the show, right? No, was it? Like, we did that like episode. Was, yeah, that's like the pilot. I think he was dressed. Yeah, up I like think it might, it might have been. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, where are we? They, at? So they 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 roll into the Adobe Motel uh, to meet Face, and I don't know if you caught oh, Bas yeah. uh, his his uh, outfit, his his drip for the day. It was a uh, a camo vest and pants. With red sleeves, which kind of defeats the purpose of the camo, but yeah, you know, it was a, I think he wears no that ever... red shirt like in every episode almost. It yeah. seems like I was gonna say, no one's gonna say shit to him about it. No, no. um, and then so Face introduces Boy George to, to Hannibal and, and BA. And I gotta tell you, I think Mr. T was entirely impressed, he was like giddy, <laughs> he, he was, was giddy, giddy to meet. Yes. To meet Boy George. And it wasn't, like like you said, yeah, it was Mr. T that was giddy. It was not B.A. Right. <laughs> right. And you could see you could see it in his eyes. Right. He was a big, like, he smiled, like a huge <laughs> yeah. smile. Right. You don't and it's see not the Mr. only time. No. He's, there's later, you see him together again, and he, like, smiles. Like, yeah, and you don't see Mr. T smile very often. No, I loved it. Yeah. It was, it was like a break no, in good. character for him. Uh, right, 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 right. And in the meantime, um, sorry, Murdoch is laying on the bed. He's like, you know, face, tell, you know, or Murdoch, tell them what you saw. And he's like, I can't. The voices in my head won't stop. Like he's got like a, what is it? Lennon sisters song stuck in his head. Right, right. So he's like, you know, stuck in the bed. And meanwhile, boy, George is just watching this going, like, what the hell's going on? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, for most people getting a song stuck in your head is normal for him, it was like craziness. Right, you know? exactly. It wasn't, it was like, yeah. And But Hannibal's got a plan. He's like, hey, I want to be Cowboy George. Obviously, this is why I'm dressed up this way. And Boy George, you're going to open for me. And while you're singing, I'm, we're going to snoop around and find out stuff. 
And, you know, Boy George is like, well, you know, okay, but, you know, I feel bad for you guys because somehow you got to come up with $1.2 million to pay me. Yeah. He's like, you know, the other guys aren't going to be so happy in the band. And he's like, hey, maybe I can work something out with them. Maybe we can play for like half. <laughs> and Face is like, 600000 So. Yeah. That would mean like tickets would be like $10,000 a piece. <laughs> right. Think. Exactly. At the honky tonk. Yeah. And for these guys that are working the pipeline that seemingly haven't been paid anything yet, because this is the whole, right. I guess, plot of the show. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Boy George is, you know, they're like, well, I'm not sure if your music's going to go here or whatever. Boy George is like, hey, everyone likes Culture Club. Right. It's like a little promotion there. Yeah. All right. Then uh, I think Murdoch shows up at the club. I call it a club. Now now I've upgraded it. It's still a honky-tonk. Yeah. Or Hannibal and, does mean. As, oh, yeah. As I'm sorry. Cowboy George, yeah. Yeah, as, as Cowboy George. And he, he, he talks to Chuck. Um, and he basically, like, calls him a low-down, dirty something. Calls and him a scuzz I'm bucket. Not, why? I don't... Because I, he... I don't know what... Basically, he's like... Because he... Um, hassled face he's like face is my promoter and you hassle him you know okay all right that's legitimate i guess yeah but then he just tells him hey you know the the other guys are down at the radio station doing a, a promo yeah he tells him so, to go go there to apologize right and i don't think he ever goes I, no I, I didn't even know if he told him to go there i thought he just told no him he that, did he know. tells him to go there that they're going to be down there and to go apologize mm-hmm. to his face i don't know if he's just trying to get rid of him Maybe. But I'm telling you, this episode wasn't put together very well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Boy George made up for it, though, just the yeah. the appearance. So then they go cut to the radio station. Again, I have no idea. I think, is it, who's talking here? Is it Murdoch? Murdoch is the one that's going to be the DJ. I just have, oh, no, yeah, I, I have here, I have no idea what Murdoch is talking about here. <laughs> But, but Faye sings him three blind mice to calm him down. Right, because basically what happens is Murdoch, like, you know, he, the guy's like, I don't know who you are. How do I know you can do this? And Murdoch, like, does, like, a DJ type thing and just goes off on this weird random tangent about, like, you know, like a DJ would talk, but, like, to the right, nth right. degree, right? And that's when Faye you know, does the three blind mice in his ear to get him, get that stuck in his head so he stops talking. Okay. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Yeah. And then Murdoch, right. so Murdoch goes into the booth, and he wants to play the Lennon Sisters because the song's stuck in his head. They're like, no, this is a country western. Right. And, uh, yeah, then go ahead. Um, then I have, let's see, uh, Face tells him the promo. I don't know what the hell this I don't even know what I wrote here. Oh, just to make uh, sure that he mentions about the concert. Yeah, I think I typed over something that I was writing here. And then, so Murdoch basically... Locks himself in the booth and <laughs> does this like takes over as DJ yeah, for the pretty much afternoon. Yep. Uh, and then meanwhile, BA is down at the barn where those bad guys are, and he sees them right. loading up guns and putting on masks. Right. And then we cut back to the 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 radio station again, and Murdoch, like you said, he's just playing stuff or whatever. Yeah, I think he finally announces the gig. Right. Gets around gets around to that. And then, I don't know, then we cut to, we're seeing some random armored truck rolling down the street that looks like it's straight out of, like, the 60s or early, yeah. or early 60s. And then yeah. we then Chuck calls his buddy in the Jeeps and says that people are rolling into the bar saying, hey, people are coming in. It's getting filled up. They still haven't explained I I, what the what the deal is. We know they're going to rob an armored car, but we don't understand. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was making the call that the armored car was on the way, but no, he has no idea. He's telling his buddies in the okay. jeeps that hey, the armored car, are the I mean, the, sorry, the people are showing up, so there's <laughs> no one in town. I guess. Okay. Like the whole town of sixty people that's somehow going to raise hundreds of that thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's going to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for face is uh in the bar right right so i don't i I don't know how much they charge for tickets you're right it had to have been thousands of dollars to make it yes yes well a pipeline salary too right but uh, um 
So the BA's still watching the barn, right? And he sees all the Jeeps pull out with the cowboys and the guns. Mm-hmm. And he he calls he calls uh, Hannibal at the bar and tells him, "Hey, you know, these guys are on the on the move." And then I think uh, Hannibal tells Boy George he, he has to go on and play. Yeah, He's like, and I, I don't know if we'll be back, so you're gonna have to do the whole thing. <laughs> just keep him going. Just just keep playing. Just now this kind of what I thought was gonna happen is, do you ever see the Blues Brothers? Of course. Remember when they go to that one bar, kind of like this, and they try to tell them that they're another band, <laughs> like a country western yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're behind that chicken wire, and then people are just throwing just bottles, throwing them bottles at them. Yep. I was waiting for something like that to happen, but it didn't. It didn't. So, well, go ahead. I mean, the cowboys weren't happy. At oh first. no, no. Yeah, because Hannibal goes out as cowboy. Uh, <laughs> I'm to say cowboy like Bill. Cowboy I don't know George. why. As cowboy George and saying, "Hey." Here's Culture Club and they boo, right? But they play anyway. And then I put in my I put in my notes. I'm like, are they going to win over the crowd like Rocky did in Russia and Rocky IV? Yeah, <laughs> it was like totally the same feeling. And he, they did like in seconds. I mean, it was. And I don't even know the song they played. To be, I mean, I don't either. I don't. Know I didn't that recognize one. it. I wonder if it was like a newer song. Maybe you know, like that just came out right before this. They're like, all right, we'll, right we'll do the A team, but you got to let us play this song that no one else has heard yet. <laughs> right. We're not playing any of our hits, although they did play Karma <laughs> Chameleon later. Yeah, they did. They ended with the, you know. Uh, all right, then uh, what happens? Uh, BA follows the bad guys. Yep. And, me, and, and by the way, while this is all happening, Culture Club music is playing throughout. Just keep that yes, in your it's brain. Like a, it's almost like a collage now for the next right. few, few minutes. So we got BA following the bad guys. Murdoch locked in the radio station. He won't let the owner back in. And then we see <laughs> Hannibal and Face. I didn't realize this before, but now they pull up and it's, you know, I said they were in a convertible. It's Boss Hogg's Cadillac, basically. <laughs> but more decked out than Boss Hogg. Like it had more shit on the hood. Yeah, it had like bigger, bigger horns and other stuff right you know? oh and we do find out that the armored tr- so ba cut when he calls them he's like hey the armored truck guys are tied up and um basically what it was the whole plot of this was they were going to have this concert so everyone would be in the bar so they can go rob the payroll from the pipeline right that was their whole deal that's the whole deal and um what hannibal and Face. Let's see. So they're all right. They had to plan to stop these guys. And at this point, I didn't even know what the guys were doing. So I'm like, they're <laughs> going to stop them from doing something. But um, so I think PA uh, set some, I don't know, shooting some mortars off in front of the speeding jeeps, and then opened fire with machine guns on them. And then then the jeeps retreat, and they run into Face in the other direction. Um, and I think Face and Hannibal are shooting at them, and then. A jeep blows up from being shot. It was like this is all happening still with the music going right with Culture Club um, in the background. Culture Club, perfect in the background. action movie music. Yeah, or action show. And then, then um, so they're pretty, pretty much pinned between like BA on one side and and Hannibal and Face on the other, um, and they take them out. Yeah, they you know? they give up. Yeah, they don't take them out. They don't kill them. <laughs> well, they. They take out a couple of the Jeeps, and yeah. then the guys give up. Yeah, and then the one guy immediately kind of gives up. And I was, I was just going to say one thing. Maybe it's always been like this, but did you notice for people who were supposedly, they were a crack commando unit, they are pretty bad with guns, right? Especially Murdoch. Like, when he's shooting, he's like, the gun is just, like, going all over the place. Like there's Oh, his eyes are closed. <laughs> Basically, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, but I, I I think they're they're, they have such warm hearts that they don't want to actually hurt anybody. Okay. So they're not trying to hit them. They're trying to show them that you know we could shoot you if we wanted to, but you're better off giving up. Okay, I gotcha. That's that's my 1980s yeah childhood take on it. (laughs) All right. So I, I think really what it is is that they never gave the actors any kind of gun training. 
But um, <laughs> <laughs> but no one ever gets shot, really, do they? I don't know. N- no, not by them. Unless it's from yeah. a cabbage cannon. Then you get shot. You get hit with cabbage. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. Um, anyway, so uh, then what happens now? They Basically, we cut to um, the guards being hauled away with the sheriff there. Some, and the, I'm yeah. sorry, not the guard. The, the armored truck guys are being put in an ambulance and being sent away. And there's the sheriff there. And they're like, I don't know. I found this to be an odd question, but. Hannibal's like, so what are you going to do with all the money to the sheriff? I'm like, well, <laughs> right. probably bring it back to the bank. Re- return it? Right. I mean, what is yeah. he, what you know, do you want it? What? <laughs> I don't understand what he's asking. Hey, because we kind of have like this little bit of a bill to pay for Boy George back at the yeah. Florum bar. The, flo- the Florum. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he's like, well, hey, come in the office with me. We'll have a talk. And I don't know if you noticed, but you can hear Murdoch on the radio. And you can no. hear like someone in the background of the radio with Murdoch. He's like playing Lennon and Sisters. are like, open the door. Because <laughs> they're trying no, to get in awesome. and like stop him. And he won't do it. And basically then what happens is he's like, well, we got some people here for you. And like he calls, calls out and like the henchmen come out from another door and they arrest them. The A-team for the robbery. The A-team behind bars once again. And uh, Hannibal's like, oh, man, I hate it when I don't see the double cross or something like that. Didn't he say something something like that? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> even Hannibal goes, okay, so what's next? And what is next? We cut back to the bar with a culture club playing another song. That's right. And right now I'm like, this episode is just such an obvious promotion. That's all, like you might as well be doing like, <laughs> like when uh, was it Deadpool when they were doing like the Pizza Hut promotions? Like they made them like super obvious, like in the show. Like, oh, I'm gonna have some pizza, you know? Something. <laughs> I mean, I know they did that in Wayne's World, but like on purpose. But like they did it actually in that too. And I even wrote down like this is like sixty percent culture club. I'm like maybe this is how yeah. they're paying the bill from the earlier yeah. part of the episode. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, the sheriff goes. On, oh, the sheriff goes on stage and interrupts the band. Yeah. yeah. He's like, ah, I just want to let everyone know the armored car was hit and uh, <laughs> stole your payroll. And the, we have the guys in jail, and uh, we don't know where the money's at, but they're in jail by themselves right now. You know, like basically. Yeah. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Calling for some mob action. <laughs> so I'm not telling then, you what to do. I'm just telling you where they are. Just telling you if it was my payroll that was taken. <laughs> right. And no one was looking. But uh, boy, George, uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the radio station because these guys are in trouble. Right. So I, he's going to go get, you know, yeah. uh, Murdoch to help him. Yes. So he, he goes off and does that and gets him. And, and he uh, gets there were, just like, as they were ripping the door off the DJ yeah, booth. They had like the they had like the uh, uh, I don't know like the custodians or the engineers or whatever taking the door off the, the hinges so that they could get at him. Meanwhile, he's uh, been on the radio for like three hours, and they finally oh. get to that. And, and then this is where I have another. Note. This is where Boy George is smiling, <laughs> and just like how like. Probably he's just like, this is great. Like, this is the wackiest shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So they, they take off to go get them, get their okay. friends. And uh, then they're so they're just like sitting there. And it turns out like this is like the one time where Hannibal doesn't have a plan. And everyone like can't believe it. I couldn't so, believe it either. Right. So then at this point we cut to them and they're kind of like sleeping. And Hannibal's like, hey. Isn't it awfully quiet in here? And like nobody's around. He's like, why would they put us in jail? Then I'll leave. He's like, oh, so they took the money. They're getting an angry mod to come and get us. He like calls it play by play. Right. Right. Yeah. And mind you, they've been in the jail for a little while now by themselves. And he's like, well, I'm not sure how to get out of here. I don't have an idea. And Face is like, well, how about this? And he pulls out like a lock pick kit. Yeah, like a full locksmith tool <laughs> kit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I know you like when this happens, but. Oh, yeah. I don't, 
Don't get me going. <laughs> he got. He pulls like one tool out. And he puts it in the lock, and bam! It's immediately open. Yeah. It's like a push button. You know? yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, he didn't even like right. turn any. I mean, I don't know. It was the easiest lock to get out of. It was like a fake jail. Like they put him in a jail, like they would have in like some fake ghost town or something like that. Yeah, it reminded me of like the Brady jail. Yeah, they all <laughs> yeah. tie their belts together to get the key off the. Yeah, exactly. Good thing they all wore belts that day. Yeah. And um, go ahead. I'll let you take over. Oh, so so let's see. Um, th- so they get out. They grab all the like shotguns that are on the wall, and Face is looking for a back door. And uh, he instead finds the real sheriff dead. Right. Um, and the mob's trying to come in. They're using a, a bench as like a uh, like to storm the place. They're trying to bust the door down with like a, a park bench. Right. Because they're trying to get in, and you know they have this they tiny little like latch bolt thing that they have holding the door closed, and they're doing a pretty good job for how small it is. It's got like four yeah. screws in it, and it's holding the whole door shut. <laughs> That's uh, American craftsmanship, right? There. Right. But, yeah. Uh, um, and then Boy George and, and Murdoch, uh, where are they? They are. Well, where they're are just they? kind of standing there watching at first. But I, I have someone. They're trying to get in a door. Right. This one. They're like, "Hey, we got to do something." Right. So they go into. They try to break into a general store, which is closed in the middle of the day. Again, the whole town oh, right, right, right. was at this concert. Like they shut closed down. The concert. Yeah, everything. Right. So yeah, so and he's Murdoch trying doesn't, to doesn't have a pick. Well, he's trying to pick it. it. Yeah, and like oh, I didn't think he had a pick. And and, and boy, George is like comes to the rescue. He had a hit. I felt Bobby. Oh, Bobby. So he gives him a Bobby pin. Yeah, and they get the well, and no, and then then he doesn't even do that. Then boy, George steps up and just kicks the door in. Right. Yeah. And you know man. that's like something that boy George wanted to do. Right. Ever since he was a little kid, like in a movie, right? Like anyone does, yeah. right? Like they got to play the theme when he did that. They should have just busted into the music, like dun dun dun. Just a little yeah. bit of it. Yeah. And so they go in there to steal some clothes, and you're not sure really what they're doing, because but he's like looking for a dress and like asking Boy George for, um, like Advice, you know, is this right? what about this one? You know, whatever. And he gets some weird thing. And I, I wasn't sure what they were doing. But then it turns out Murdoch's going to pretend like he's a pregnant woman. And his husband, or whatever, is one of the people in the jail. Right. And he's like, I, we just stole the money for our child. Can let's, let me go talk to them. And I'll get right. the money back. So, so they let him. And they let him in. <laughs> they just let him do it. Oh, I do have yeah. a little bit of a thing because as they have Murdoch and Hannibal talking through the door, like they Hannibal doesn't know what's going on, but it's like a little short play they put on because even like Murdoch uses like I mean I'm um, well Murdoch at least uses like a fake female voice, but Hannibal doesn't use his own voice because you know he's always in disguise, <laughs> always incognito. <laughs> yeah, there uh, you go, Herbert. It, it's Cynthia. Open up, darling. We've got to talk. Cynthia, go away. I can't. Herbert, oh, Herbert, we've got to talk for the baby. Baby? What that fool talking about? Well, let's open up and find out. I forgot about that. So he's like, we got to talk about the baby. B.A.'s like, baby? He's like, what's that fool talking about? <laughs> oh, man. B.A. corrects me up because he is just like, and the best, the best is they let him in, and BA is like, there's like their lives are on the line, right? There's a mob out there that wants to kill them. There's only one exit that they can't get out, so they they let Murdoch in, and he goes, "You're the ugliest woman I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing That's is, too, just like even thinking about it, the crowd's like, "Okay, go ahead in," and they open the door, and they don't all just rush in to get these guys, no, right? Right. Oh uh, man, it cracks me up. So, um, turns out he's got explosives in his belt in his backpack that he put on the front of him. And in they're the just gonna yeah. yeah. So they get to work on building something. We get a little bit of the A team mon- building montage, which we didn't get at all. Yeah, yeah. Um for the usual put, part. Putting a few ho- few holes in the wall, sticking some TNT. Yeah, I don't know how they got the holes in the wall. Do they show how they made the holes in the wall? No, I don't think so. Okay. They're just random holes that are already Not there. Sure, yeah, maybe. 
And um, so they they get to work on doing that, and they uh, just as like the the people are like, well, you know, we're, hey, we're gonna bust down the door again. They blow the wall, right. and as the wall blows, people are like, whoa, what the hell was that? And they go go to run around the side of the building as the van pulls up. So I'm guessing Boy George drove the van up. Yeah, to get that's him. what I wrote. That's what I put that to you. Yeah, guess, we don't yeah. see it, but he's in the van. He's not driving when we see it. No. He must have pulled him. Yeah, he had to have. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if that was confusing for him because, you know. It's on the wrong they, side. They, they, drive, yeah. they drive on the other side. <laughs> like, yeah. But he worked out, He worked it out. Yeah, he got to figure it out. And then they head back to the airport. Yeah. yeah and at this point, I'm wondering why. Uh, but then we see the bad guys loading, like, bags of money into the plane. Yeah. Well, I uh, think Faith said he over. Someone said they overheard him talking about an airfield. Okay. So. That'd explain it. And, and then, uh, go ahead. yeah, the typical A-team shootout begins. And I say that not making fun of it. I I enjoyed it. In fact, I wonder why. Like, I love action. I just, I can't believe I didn't watch more of the show when I was a kid. <laughs> well, I think, because this is season four in 86. We were starting to get All to right. that point. Yeah, you're right. Where Driver's we had, license. yeah, we had more important things to do than watch TV. Girls, right? Yeah, stuff like that. But. So fair enough. Yeah. So they they basically so this is where so again this is at this gravel airstrip, gravel grass airstrip that this uh, twin engine thing uh, goes up. So it goes to take out or go to leave, and they they're shooting at it. They take out one of the engines, and I don't know if you noticed, but when the airplane stopped, it was a total regular concrete tarmac <laughs> yeah. like it was like a yeah. full-on airport because there was like not like you could see yeah. like concrete it for did miles seem out of place yeah it seemed out of and place. then all of a sudden it we're back show. to them being in the gravel again i'm like oh yeah. i guess they forgot to they wanted to add another scene that they didn't shoot before i don't know yeah um but yeah how did they stop the plane they just shot at it right? yeah they shot at it took the engine out yeah and then, um, then the bad guys give up. Um, yeah. And I think I, I think Boy George says, "Totally awesome, Hannibal." Yeah. Well, so Did you? <laughs> the bad guys go, "Who are you guys?" Like, we're the A team, and they're like, "Son of a gun," and the <laughs> yeah. Boy George is like, "So there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Like a like a little kid, like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I gotta say something. <laughs> right. Give me another door to kick down. Yeah, I'm ready. And then uh, we go back to the bar, and the, the crowd is chanting for George. Yeah. Like they, you know, whatever. So then uh, Face goes up and introduces Culture Club, and boy George comes out with his cowboy hat. And, and boots. We get to, and boots. And we get to some serious lip syncing, and yeah. the show goes on. I think this is when they did Karma Chameleon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I got up and danced, sang a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Spun around. And this, and they they disturbed. play that song through the end credits, which I guess is like the only time the end credits have ever had something different besides the regular theme. Oh, wow. That is how big Culture Club was then. Wow, that's, yeah. That speaks volumes. Right. And uh, that's the end. That's the end, yeah. So and, uh, this is where I wrote down. This is so bad because <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad episode. It it was it was just poorly put together. You could tell they just slapped something together to have Boy George in it, or right. Culture Club as a whole, but Boy George specifically. And um, yeah, I, I, I yeah, it just I, it was I wish there were thought bubbles that like popped up above George Boy George's head. We'd like you see those scenes where he's smiling, yeah, yeah, so we could really see what he's thinking, right? But. And I feel like, did I send something to you at the end? Mm. Oh, <laughs> I just said I sent you a text while I was going on, not to cloud your judgment, but this was a bad one, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember exactly what I said, but yeah, it was not a good episode. It was not. Yeah, um, I mean. I'm not sorry I watched it. No, it's like no. Um, it was like I don't know. Like, 
good bad you know what i mean yeah. like it was it was so bad but it was just good to watch <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to explain that right i i know what but, you mean yes it was it was yeah because yeah. it was just poorly put together again it was just cramming something in there and it just it didn't work it's like they had had a plot for an episode which would have been a normal one where something would have happened and someone you know would have said hey they're you know gonna steal our money we gotta make a plan to stop these guys but instead they're like right. let's do this and get boy george let's just there. stumble into this yeah right? yeah i mean which sometimes they stumble into things right yeah it does happen but they stumble into things and then there's a whole but this was it's yeah yeah it's legit they do stumble into things yes but this was yeah but there you have it and um you know i'm curious and I failed to check pre-show during my prep time if uh, Boy George had any other television appearances. Oh. Um, so I'll tell you right now. That's a good question. His fil- fil- filmography. Uh, after the A-Team, uh, he was in Taboo. Taboo. I don't know what the hell that is. It, oh, uh, it just says Boy George's Taboo. It's a filmography. Oh. <laughs> uh, original. I don't know what that is. That looks wild, though. Let me see. Taboo is a musical. It's a stage musical with a book written for Broadway. Lyrics by Boy George. Yeah. I do want to say in in IMDb it says he's a music artist and actor. And then they list, like, movies. But, like, if you go look at it, it says more. He's got 109 acting credits. What? Yeah, but not, most of them are Jesus. Boy George music videos. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's all I was like, George, wait, what the hell? George. How the hell could he have that many fucking acting groups? Oh, he, w- he was in the new Celebrity Apprentice in 2017. Oh, great. Is that the one oh, with yeah. Arnold? You know, I don't know. Who, who, I don't. Know I think I think so. If it was new, but yeah, uh, yeah, ninety percent of this stuff is music videos. Okay, that yeah. makes me. I don't want to say feel better. That sounds bad. But yeah, there's really uh, no acting credits besides that. Yeah. He had another band after Culture Club. He did? Right? What? Yeah. Because um, Culture Club's still going, right? What was that band? It was like Jesus or something. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jesus Loves You. Boy what? George was the lead singer for Jesus Loves You between 89 and 92. Don't know and that. He did a cult- culture club reunion. So, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. And then became know. a DJ. Very interesting. I know there's some shady legal stuff that happened that I don't know enough about to talk about, but uh, that's out there if you want to Google it. Some drug interactions no. or something, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but uh that's pretty much stuff. everyone in that era. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's t- typical rock star stuff. Yeah. All right. You can't get them out. That's All it. Right. All right. Uh so yeah, we're not saying don't watch it. Just I'm actually, I actually I'm recommend you, you watch it. Watch it. Yes. Yeah. You gotta watch it. Yeah. I, I think you should. Just because I do too. Next we should do <laughs> Oh, shit. What? Wasn't it? Oh, man. Hold on a second. Oh, wow. Stand by one minute. Stand by while Mike looks something up that he thought of last minute at your expense. Uh-huh. But it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Yeah. So I was going to say, Laura Branigan um, was in an episode of uh, Auto Man. <laughs> as oh, wow. herself mind you um, yeah so she, Sid Cole record she, producer she, she, manager of his daughter's up and coming rock band Sweet Kicks is blackmailed an explosion rocks music video shoot and it's down to Walter and Automan to find out who is behind it that sounds good we haven't done an Automan in a while <laughs> do you seriously want to find it I think we've only done one that's Season one, episode nine, which I didn't think the show even made it to nine episodes, but apparently it did. Oh. 
Okay, if we can find it, let's do it. It's called Murder yeah, MTV is the name of the episode. Oh, cool. Okay, this show All went right. for 13 episodes. It fig- finished off its whole 13-episode run. I don't know if they all aired. Okay, we'll look. Th- we'll try to find that one. All right, it's queued up. All right. <laughs> all right, uh, I got nothing else. Do you have anything else? Nope, that'll do it. All right, for this episode of I Used to Watch This, I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Brady. <laughs> no, I'm Mike Sullivan. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.